It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Okay, I want you to think about your stuffed animal that you had growing up. All right. My kids have like probably hundreds. I'm like, my youngest son loves stuffed animals. Whenever my son lost his stuffed elephant named Ellie, Mm -hmm. uh, that was a big crisis in our family. We tried to find another one, and it was unfindable. Uh, We went on eBay and everywhere, and it was a big deal. What is it with elephants? My friend's four-year-old daughter, she's been carrying an elephant for years, and they have backups. In yeah. case that one was missing. Smart. I, I got I got one back up. Yeah. Well, his favorite. I didn't know better at the time. And you would have thought you'd find it on eBay or something, yeah. but we couldn't. Now is her elephant named Ellie by any chance? Uh I don't know really. She just says a, elephant. Elephant. Okay, elephant. It's a common name for elephants for some reason. Well, this is interesting information, and they use stuffed animals in this research, a new study. They say by age six months, humans have already developed a fairly strong sense of good and evil. Mm -hmm. So researchers acted out a couple of scenes with stuffed animals and found that six-month-old babies were more likely to want to play with the stuffed animal that they saw being helpful than the stuffed animal they saw being mean or they didn't want to play with that stuffed animal. Mm -hmm. Okay, at 21 months, kids were even going so far as to give treats to the helpful stuffed animals and take away treats from the unhelpful ones. And some kids even took swings at the unhelpful stuffed animals. Wow. Yeah. That's going to be a trouble, kid. They have a sense of good and evil, Mm -hmm. apparently. And, you know, thinking about my stuffed animals... I, I, I had a Van Quilletris doll. A what? You know, the Van... Your parents were mean, man. Those things are kind of creepy. They're yeah. evil. No, but not that. He, he can't say it. Uh, and they bought it for him. Ventriloquist. Who said that? Yeah. I didn't even see your lips move. I know. <laughs> Van Quilletris. Van Quilletris. That's so creepy. <laughs> No, no, but it sat in the corner, uh, and I mean, I would stay up yikes. at night <laughs> because it was staring at me. I got it for Christmas, but... Uh, I didn't play with it as much, obviously. So I loved porcelain dolls when I was a kid, and my sister was terrified of them. And she was also a bully. So one night, I slipped this big porcelain doll at the foot of her bed. <laughs> that is mean. <laughs> You're a freak. I was sitting in my room just waiting, and I heard her scream, and I was like, yes, sweet revenge. Hmm. Wow. She has issues. We need to watch our door every day when we come in now. <laughs> Take the candy from her. She's uh, not being helpful. I know. <laughs> so did, what was your like stuffed animal? Did you have a special one? I had a ton of beanie babies. But uh, did you have one special one you slept My with? My Canadian beanie baby. You slept with me every night. It was real eh. small. Wow. So you really didn't, you were deprived too. You didn't really have a real stuffed animal. She didn't want one. She's a weirdo. Yeah. I was busy getting revenge with the porcelain dolls. Beanie babies are not really officially stuffed animals. I had an orange and green and white dog named Ruff. And I, Ruff was my dog, man. He was cool. Yeah. I don't remember having a stuffed animal. Okay. Well, my. A Chucky doll. Really? (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh, sure. But the Beanie Babies are weird. No, uh, I really don't. I don't. I I got more stuffed animals now than I did it. I remember having as a kid. Well, I had just (laughs) the creepy Charlie Van Quilletris doll in the corner. That's odd that you didn't have an animal. Oh, no, I did. I had a hound dog named Clem. Okay. Yeah. Clem? Clem. Yeah, that was his Not name. Not Flynn. Yeah. No. Uh, my daughter has uh, Polly. 
Yeah. He's a polar bear. And okay. I call him polio, which makes her mad. Oh, that's wrong. You're so <laughs> mean. Take yes. candy from him. He's not being helpful. <laughs> Don't mess with my candy. Call it bipoly. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be mad at you, too, now. No. Uh, and, of course, my son had Ellie. I don't know if he had another one after that. I can't recall. Probably so. I, for a while, he had a squid. Okay. <laughs> well, when my kids were way young, one of them, uh, the, the, my oldest slept with an orange and a bowling pin, so. I mean, they find some weird things to sleep with. The apple don't fall far from the tree. I mean, the orange doesn't fall far from the tree in this case. What do you mean? Kind of like their dad with a strange thing. You had the ventriloquist doll. My mom and dad bought that and thought I wanted it for Christmas, which Mm. I did not. I was scared of it. (laughs) That's the reason why I am the way I am today. Oh, well, that explains Uh, some stuff. Yeah, puppets in general just scare me. They really do. (laughs) I always wanted a glow worm just because you can squeeze it and it lights up. Yeah, you never got one. Though. I, I never. I'm not sure. I know. You just I had squeeze those, it. And it had the ones up. that you would pull around on that string, and you're supposed to make it look like they were walk, moving on their own, but it had a super small, clear fish line, mm-hmm. and I could never make it look like it was walking. Don't remember that one? Did y'all ever see PJ Sparkles? Do y'all remember those no. Bean Boys? No, oh, you're that younger was the than best. us. A lot younger than us. Sometimes I just like to remind y'all of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like PJ Sparkles. I was that probably was in college favorite. when that came out. Is that like PJ's at Sparkle? No, she oh, was yeah. a doll, and I don't. Okay. She had a show, and she was oh. my favorite toy. She got stolen from me in kindergarten. Well, we're guys. That's it's not a stuffed animal. B, we're she guys. It's yeah. a doll. No, that counts for girls. It can be a stuffed. I mean, it's not. It, was it soft? Yeah, it's not okay. an animal. Well, but still, it's like something that a is unicorn. The ant unicorn was a stuffed animal. Yeah. I feel she like the rules of this game animal. are very strict. Yeah. I want PJ Sparkles to be considered. She can be considered. I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> I, I, just, I never want my PJs to sparkle. Just saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me and Ruff are leaving. <laughs> That's my stuffed dog. Yeah, I know. Oh, you got him with you? No, I mean, <laughs> I lost him at some point. Uh, or else he got dragged out or something. He's in your office. I see him. No, he's not. Sure, he is. He's at home. <laughs> okay. I shouldn't have said that. Um, okay. I got, I know my dad had something uh, like a Curious George doll or or stuffed animal, mm-hmm. and my wife had this animal. It was like a looked like a Curious George sign of it, but it was called Rambo. And my daughter still has that now. Wow. Yeah. So, so, so some and, and down. some parents do pass down their stuffed animals. Mm-hmm. Gross. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know they got slobber yeah. and nasty milk crust on them and stuff. I just remembered what happened to Ruff. He died, and we buried him in the backyard. Oh, oh, wow. He got some stitching that came out, and my parents, we had a funeral. Yeah, and your parents have a pet cemetery. Just saying, don't go down that road. <laughs> <laughs> don't go near Tom's dad's house. No. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This is something that has baffled scientists for years, but we all know that it's true. If you're having trouble going to the bathroom, there is the first thing that people reach for is not really a medicine. Okay, prunes. It's not prunes. It's Cigarettes. not? Sorry. What would you say, Kato? Cigarettes. No, I don't <laughs> think so. Uh, surely you know, Tori. If you're constipated? More or less, yes. I don't know, a juice of some sort? Coffee. Everyone ah, knows dang. coffee keeps you regular. Apparently we don't. Well, <laughs> they should. Uh, here's the interesting thing. Scientists have been researching this. They say it's a well-known fact, but not in this room, that drinking coffee <laughs> can make you need to go number two. Hmm. But scientists still don't know why. 
They've even got doctors at Harvard University trying to figure this out, and they don't know what causes this reaction. Hmm. They say they don't think it's the caffeine because decaf can do it too. Uh, it must be some of the other compounds in the coffee, and there are two leading theories on why coffee can make you need to go number two. Okay, I think I can just solve it. I All mean, right. It's a bean. All beans make you go toot. The more you eat them, the better you feel. So eat beans for every meal. Like cocoa beans, chocolate? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like beans do make you go, right? They got all that fiber in them. They don't always make you go to the bathroom. Sometimes they make you really? toot. And sometimes they make you go in a bad way. But coffee keeps you regular. Time out. You eat a refried burrito and tell me you won't go the next day. But it may refi- not be regular and it may not bean. be well formed. Whereas my friend Sean Tucker... He posted a, uh, a picture to us our, on a text. Oh, I don't want to see that picture. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> and, and he was saying that he had stopped drinking coffee, and it was wreaking havoc on his system. So he went back to coffee, and he posted another picture for us that was back to normal. Really? Your friend sent you a picture of his bathroom experience? Yes. Wow. It's, it's his buddy. best friend, too. It's, it's his buddy right there. Science. It's science. Yeah. So um, it, it's kind of like... It's not just that it makes you go. It keeps you good and regular, and everything's the way it should be. I, I mean, how do you say that? You don't even drink coffee. You're, yeah. you're a Coke drinker. You for, know what's crazy is I actually know people that drink coffee. My but, wife, for instance. Uh, but it does not make me go. Coffee really? Does, no. Does it make you go, Kato? I mean, I, I was thinking that maybe it's because coffee's drank in the morning, and you go all night without going, and when you start drinking coffee in the morning, you got to go. Hmm. But I no, nor do beans make me go. Really? Okay. fried beans don't make me go either. Mm. You know, Mexican food does not send me to the bathroom. It does me, man, right away. Tori, mm. do you go? You, you're a coffee drinker. I'm pretty regular. Okay, good. Oh, gosh. There you go. You got one, one person on your side. Well, there's more than one on my side. I mean, this study right here is done by Harvard uh, doctors, so obviously I'm not just making it up. Yeah, but it is kind of weird because it doesn't seem to matter what type of coffee, what you put in the coffee. It really is like well, that. I think that just shows there's something in coffee. That's universal but in it's coffee. Not the musical fruit, right? Yeah, that's, that's the bean saying. Yeah, no, that's no, his made up that, stuff. That is not made up. That's been a song that's been around before we I were understand even born. That, but <laughs> coffee is not. You're not eating the bean. You're eating the liquid that came after you, you soaked it down and heated it's it up. It's from the bean. It's but the like, beans have fiber in them. That's what causes the whole Tori thing. Tori the other day brought in some chocolate covered coffee yeah. beans. They were great. They too. were really good. I went like crazy that day. <laughs> <Did you? laughs> Very right. regular. Yeah. So as I was saying. Uh, there's two reasons they think this happens possible. It might cause contractions in your colon. They think that uh, coffee might stimulate colonic motor activity oh, within minutes of motor, drinking it. Motor activity. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> now, you're going to love this. Here's how they did this. People volunteered to have a sensor inserted into their colon to monitor the contractions. Bunch oh. of weirdos. Yes, I'm thinking well, surely there was money involved, right? How long was that line? <laughs> <laughs> Not out the door, whatever that means. Uh, coffee was 60% more effective at making these contractions happen compared to water. Uh, and the study found it took as little as four minutes. And then the other thing is, they said coffee may cause us to produce more stomach acid. A study in 1986 found that, and also a study in 2009 backed it up, that stomach acid helps us digest food 
and that having more digested food causes you to go to the bathroom. It's kind of like all the energy drinks. If you drink those and they kind of hurt your stomach, a lot of them have taurine. Have you ever seen what that is? No, but I've heard of taurine. It's like bull uh, Stomach acid, basically. Oh, I thought it was something else. No, it's like the stomach acid that helps them pass stuff along, and then you're drinking that acid. I I don't drink energy drinks. I don't now. I don't anymore. <laughs> right. Except for earlier. <laughs> if you drink the energy drinks, you go quickly, don't you? <laughs> it gives you wings. Well, you know what? I <laughs> get there faster. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. You know what? I want to talk about the teachers today, and I salute you, you know, especially during the pandemic, doing all that homework and stuff, and, mm-hmm. and trying to help the kids out with their schooling. Woo! I am glad that's over. Bunch of angels. (laughs) Exactly. And there's something that I absolutely love that you teachers do sometimes. And that is when you teachers give our kids a homework pass. A homework pass. It is nothing better than that. It's like giving me a gift. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have any homework. I used my homework pass today, Dad. Like, all right. All right. So thank you. <laughs> I think we should create more homework passes. Can, and, you, can you buy them? <laughs> I wish I could. How much Probably. per pass? 50 uh, bucks a pass. You know what? I, I would. I would buy them in a heartbeat. But there is something that I, I don't agree with, that I don't like what the teachers are teaching our kids. Okay. I'll, I'll get to that in just a second. Well, that's good because that's the thing I'm most interested oh, in really? that you've mentioned so far. Well, 63% of people say that they remember a teacher who changed their lives. Hmm. Okay, Can you remember a teacher just right off the bat that changed your life? Just think about it for a second. <laughs> I'm I'll done. give you some other statistics here. 49% say it was a high school teacher who changed their life. 25% remember an elementary school teacher changing wow. their life. And then for 15%, it was middle school teachers. So they're not getting <laughs> as much street cred as they deserve. And then 10% remember a college professor or teacher that actually changed their life. Well, if you think about it, for a lot of kids, middle school is only three years, so they don't have as many even two opportunities. Now, like seventh, so eighth grade, that's why school. it's it's underrepresented. It's not that the teachers aren't making a difference; there's just fewer years that you yeah, had that true. opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mine was seventh grade, Miss Martin. She okay. was phenomenal. She and she was she was a science teacher. So it was all about getting your hands dirty, and she would explode stuff in the classroom, and she wow. just made it so much fun. <laughs> okay. She was amazing. Yeah. See, my Mrs. Martin was fifth grade. I got in trouble, had to miss lunch, and sit her... <laughs> Her uh, just sit in the classroom with her during lunch, and she passed gas. <laughs> That's all so she's saying. Too. She crossed crop dusted you. <laughs> she's passed no, gas. No, she was exploding, just she, like Tori. Yes. She was fussing at me, and she just leaned over while she's eating her lunch and just passed gas. And I'm in front of her, sitting at a desk in front of hers, and I'm like, did she just do that? <laughs> Here you are years later remembering that lady. She has affected your life in one way yeah, or another. Because I almost failed fifth grade. Was she a science teacher, too, teaching you about gas? Yeah, different gases. So I don't know. I had very many teachers that changed my life for the good, but I had some that were bad. Not really? Well, like I had uh, Mr. Harkowitz. He's the one who had me sitting outside the classroom because I was a minute late to class, and I'm sitting there tapping on the door timidly like, hello, and he just ignored me, and everyone in class is looking at me laughing, and he just know. ridiculed me. What's so funny? Well, you're late. I think that most of these should be positive experiences, like they change your life for the good, but apparently it's not that. That's what I just said. I, I know. And it's funny because I immediately thought of two different teachers in middle school that made comments to me that 
that I'll never forget that upset me. Right. Really? Yes. Really? Hmm. Two different teachers did that to me in middle school that kind of just made me just shy away from being myself. So it's a very powerful thing that teachers I guess have. So. Yeah. I had a college professor tell me I'd never make it in life, and she was only partially correct. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are here. Yeah, yeah. I remember Sleepy Slat, and he would fall asleep. So <laughs> we didn't have to do much in that class. I've always appreciated the story that Adam Sandler, they told about him. Uh, Brad Pitt actually tells the story, and he says that uh, they went out to eat somewhere. They saw this guy there, and Adam Sandler calls him over, and he goes, hey, this is the only professor I ever had that actually took me out for a beer. And they were <laughs> like, oh, that's so cool. Well, later they found out the truth was that professor had taken Adam Sandler out for a beer to tell him that he should give up acting because oh, he no. wasn't any good at it. Well, he was right. He yeah. was right. <laughs> <laughs> but but instead true. of shaming him in front of Brad Pitt, he made him look like a good guy. And they're like, that's who Adam Sandler is. He's, He's class. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'd have shamed him. <sighs> wow. Me too. You know what? I would have thought that we would have him. better or more positive things to think about. Because honestly, you teachers put up with a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, so there's a reason why. Yeah, because <laughs> too. If you'd have given yeah. me some time, I would have made something up. Well, I had. I mean, I've had plenty of Mrs. Hutchins. I, she was my English teacher. I mean, I didn't learn a lot, but she's a very positive lady, and she led a positive life. And so, in I, other words, you don't have a story either. I don't have a real good story. I mean, my buddy would fall asleep in our class. Another before they fall asleep, <laughs> and she would call him out. She, Randy, Randy Bumblow. He'd raise his head up and go, "Amen." <laughs> you could also say they told me this might happen when i gave blood today oh makes my. it sound like you have reason okay. i will say i had miss williams who taught english lit and she told me i wanted to be a lawyer and she, she taught english lit literature oh i thought you meant she was lit that was mrs topper um, <laughs> okay. uh, but bad, she, she dissuaded me from becoming a lawyer i wanted to become a lawyer and she talked me out of it yeah and there ain't oh. nothing like seeing a teacher out at a concert when you get you know in your high school years you go to t- a concert and or a teacher. bar i had that happen once and i ducked i worked at a bar i loaded the, after school i would go to this uh, restaurant and bar and the, all the teachers and the principal would go to that bar, and I would see them every day. I never got in trouble in high school. <laughs> okay. Well, the thing that is making me feel bad or guilty about uh, my kids' teachers is my kids come to me now and like, are we going to start to recycle, Dad? And they were, like, brushing their teeth. Like, I was going to help them. I was turning on the water because they were going to wash their face and brush your teeth. I go back, and the water's shut off. I me went to too. Water. Same thing at our school. <laughs> Dad, you need to shut off the water. You're you're wasting water right now. And I'm like, I feel guilty now when I turn the water on. I don't even flush at my house anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think this way, but you need to learn to think like me. Yeah. I go around and follow them around and say, turn that light off oh, and all go. that. And like, if you're going to shame me, I'm coming after you. Why don't you teachers teach that? Yeah. <laughs> turn off the water and the lights. That would help us out. <laughs> It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. All right, it's a group therapy Wednesday. We've got Rob on the line right now. And Rob, I understand you went on a date, but you're not getting a call back and no answers to your texts. Yeah, um, I went on a really great date the other night uh, with this wonderful woman named Angela. Uh And um, we really hit it off. Uh, Everything seemed to be really going well. I, I felt like we were both into it. And I haven't been able to hear back from her at all. She seemed like into me, you know. Uh, did you, by any chance, get a good night kiss? 
I I did not. Okay, um, but I could tell that it like the feelings were there at least. I felt. Well, why would you even want to go out again? Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you be quiet, stay on the line, and we'll call her and figure out what happened, okay? Okay. All right. Hi, is this Angela? Yes, this is. Hey, this it's Hawk and Tom. We're live on B93.7. Good morning. Oh, hey. Hey, y'all. Uh, good morning. Good morning. We are calling because we want to try to give you a prize this morning. Oh, okay. What prize? What well, we'd like to send you out to a free dinner, but we have to ask you a few questions first. A free dinner. Yeah. Um, it's a good okay. one, too. Uh, but what we're calling to ask about is that you went out on a date with a friend of ours, and we, you aren't calling him back, and we thought we would try to get some closure for him. Do you remember going out with Rob? Uh, yeah, I remember. I remember going out with Rob, for now, sure. Now, Rob told us that he had a really good time, and he mm-hmm. thought that you guys hit it off well. Is there something he missed? Um, not necessarily anything he missed. I mean, he was a nice guy. Right. I couldn't get past his hands. I bet, did he I bite mean, his fingernails? He bit, he bit his fingernails, right? No, it wasn't. He didn't bite his fingernails. It was um, just they were just a bit moist. They were really Ooh. like really... a Duncan Hines cake. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, his hands were moist. Ooh, I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, and I hate that word. So, <laughs> what do you mean by moist? They were like. So they were beyond clammy. They were, it was wet. It was like. Why is it sweaty hands? Because I have that problem. Yeah, he does. Hawk has his gross. I I mean, I've dated guys who've had kind of, you know, sweaty palms. But Rob's hands were like, it was like freakishly sweaty. It's like some kind of. Maybe he's just nervous. I don't know. I'm like, that's what happens to me. I know sometimes, you know. I, I get nervous and my hands start to sweat, and then Ew. you know I have to wipe them off before I shake someone's head Ew, at church or gross. something. But do you have sweaty palms all the time, Hawk? Not all the time. Sometimes it's just dry. Sometimes they're cold, very cold. Oh, that's then, I wouldn't tell people all this if I were you. <laughs> I guess Angela wouldn't want to go out with me. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine him reaching around for that goodnight kiss, putting his wet, clammy hands on the back of your neck. Time and out. Drip. Rob is on the phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's ask Rob. Rob, is Sorry. this a condition? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's one of those things. Like people get nervous, you know. I mean, I haven't, I haven't been to the doctor about it, but I know <laughs> that my hands can get a little like moist sometimes. But moist. like, that's, that's not, that's no reason not to go out with someone again. Okay. You, okay. First up, I'm sorry, Rob. I didn't know you were listening. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're but, sorry too. You know what? I can identify with some sweaty hands sometimes, all right? Well, me too. Tom, you have unusually dry, cracked, uh, dry hands with little nubs of... uh, My hands are very normal hands when it comes to my palms and fingers. There's nothing here that would make a woman gross out Real quick, though, hold on. Does that happen a lot, Rob? Yeah, I I mean, I I guess uh, my hands are clammy occasionally, like I... I don't know. It, it, you know, I'm trying to get out back into the dating world, so it's 
Sometimes they get a little clammy. Maybe you should put deodorant on your hands. Yeah, there you go. Talcum Antiperspirant. powder. <laughs> do the powder like the weightlifters do, you know? But there are remedies, you know. <laughs> like what? Like uh, Botox, I think. Really? I think she's right. Really? Botox mm-hmm. on yeah, your hands? <laughs> I feel if I go to the go on a date and I have to explain that I put Botox in my hands, it's almost worse than just having sweaty hands. We well, wouldn't have to explain anything because your hands wouldn't be sweating. And your hands would look younger. <laughs> and surprised. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than my suggestion of just wearing gloves. Wow. I, Rob, this seems like an intervention moment. Maybe it's worse than you think it is. I, I mean, I I can go to the doctor if that's what's going to score me more dates, but I, I just feel like it's not that big of a deal. Rob, do you ever like put one hand in the other and then pull it away because you're grossed out? By yourself? By your own self. <laughs> or have you ever had a, uh, maybe thought of dating like at a water park? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the lake, maybe? Or during the summer, people might just think, oh, it's a hot day. Yeah, yeah it could be It could be worse. I could, I could be sweating profusely out of my back or out of my armpits. Like, the hands aren't that bad. <laughs> it, it, I agree with you. If you got sweat back, that's real bad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what we want to do. Angela? If uh, he did wear gloves, wow. if he <laughs> if he what if he didn't hold your hand, would you want to go out on a free date again? You know, I I think Rob, I think you're nice, and I'm sorry, but um, it's just a deal breaker for me because I know this sounds really vain and shallow for everyone that might be listening. I just don't I don't want to end up falling in love with a guy that has this gene and having a baby. Oh. <laughs> Wow. Sweaty Lady baby hands. Me. That's horrible. You can't hold the baby. <laughs> it's slipping out of your yeah. hands. You need to see a doctor. No. Which one? I a Botox doctor. No, I'm talking about which one on the phone. He does. I think she may have a little uh, issues with it, too. I don't disagree. I disagree. I think that's her choice. Her It's her decision. And if she's cool with that, then he needs to go see that doctor. What makes me think maybe it's not as bad. She just thinks it's worse than what it really is, maybe. How bad is it, Rob? It's honestly not. I mean, I can't convince her and you guys otherwise, but I don't think it's that bad. Angela, how bad is it? No, it's bad. It's like a DC comic book kind of superpower bad. It's I don't want that superpower. It's sweaty paws. <laughs> I will oh, sling wow. sweaty. Wa- that would work because you would cringe and run away. Like you, if he you- couldn't catch you. Ooh. <laughs> He slipped away again. <laughs> you got to be a villain. <laughs> it's the worst superhero yeah. ever. Not a superhero, but a villain. But it sounds like we're going to have to let you guys go. Sorry it didn't work out for a second date, but thanks yeah. for sharing your story this morning. All right. Hey. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah, good luck. I mean, you learned something good from this, Rob, and uh, we are so sorry to have bothered you, Angela. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> okay, take care. You too, All right, thanks, guys. Okay. Moist hands. <laughs> that's a recipe for you. All right, that's your second date update this week on the Hawk and Tom Show. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7.